Hello everyone, welcome to day 21 of Podmas 2021, the audio advent calendar that will help you manage your mind and process your emotions this holiday season. Today I have another very special guest for you guys, my dear friend Sarah Plowman, who's somewhat of a self-confidence queen. She's going to talk to you today about how to navigate family situations during the holidays from a place of self-confidence and how you can start practicing that already ahead of time. Don't forget to check her out on Instagram and follow her at Sarah Plowman Coaching. Enjoy! Hello, my friends. I'm so happy to be with you here today. Thank you so much to Katrin for inviting me to talk to you today about self-confidence. So my name is Sarah Plowman. I'm a life coach. And my goal for you is to help you become the most self-confident woman in the room. So let's talk about what is self-confidence versus confidence. Let's define the two. So confidence is having evidence from your past as proof that you can do something in the future. For example, if you have run a 5k, you can be fairly confident that you're able to run a 10k, right? You have that evidence in your past and that belief has already been planted. If I can do a 5k, I can likely run a 10k, right? Self-confidence on the other hand, is knowing that you can handle any emotion that comes your way and you'll have your own back, right? So self-confidence is what allows you to go into situations that maybe you've never been in before or situations where you want to behave differently than you ever have before, right? And you're not relying on past proof. You're simply relying on your own self and your own ability to process and allow whatever emotion comes up from being in that situation. So that's what we're talking about today. How to navigate any family situation with true self-confidence. Now I am the oldest of five kids and for many, many years of my life, once I had grown and moved out of the house, I would go home to be with my siblings and my parents on the holidays. And I noticed that we would all, the second we got into the house, fall into our old family dynamics, right? Our old roles from childhood, these familiar roles. And suddenly we would all be uneasy, even though we were, we're all very close, but you know, that feeling when you're like, suddenly like, oh man, I'm in my oldest sibling role and I'm feeling like ornery and bossy and my sister's annoying me, or maybe you're the middle child or the youngest, whatever your role in the family was, we put ourselves into these circumstances and suddenly we find ourselves falling into those old habits. And I didn't like the way that felt. I wanted to figure out a new way to be around my family where I wasn't resentful and feeling like a victim. So if this is familiar to you, I want to offer you three ways that you can help combat this when you're around your family this holiday season. So the first tactic that I use is to allow myself to feel my emotions rather than fix them. 
And remember at the beginning, we talked about self-confidence is allowing your emotions, knowing you can handle any emotion that comes your way. So you might feel triggered by a circumstance, by a family member. And remember that family members, things they say, things that happen when we're together, those are all neutral circumstances that don't create our feelings. Only our thoughts create our feelings. So that's just a good reminder to help pull you out of victim mentality, right? When you know, okay, I'm feeling annoyed all of a sudden, or I'm feeling aggravated, or I'm feeling insecure. I'm feeling embarrassed. At least I know it's my thoughts that are creating that and not the situation that I'm in right now. And that alone is empowering. So we allow our emotions rather than fix them. That helps us to be confident, right? Because if you're not in problem solving mode about your emotions and you allow them to be there, you are putting yourself in authority over your emotions, allowing something equals authority over it. So here's how I allow an emotion rather than trying to fix it. First, I name it. So if I'm feeling annoyed, I'll say in my head, okay, this is Sarah feeling annoyed. I'll locate it in my body. Maybe it's a constricting in my throat. Maybe it's pressure on my chest. And when I tell myself, it's okay, you're safe to feel this because our negative emotions really are our nervous system going into fight or flight. And your brain is sending the signal that you're in danger. But when you can use your thoughts and you can use your prefrontal cortex to talk back to your brain, to talk back to your nervous system and say, Hey, there's no danger here. This is just a negative emotion or an uncomfortable emotion. We're safe to feel it. Just doing that calms your nervous system down. And then once I tell myself I'm safe, I take a deep breath out. I get all that carbon dioxide out and I'll just take a couple of slow, deep breaths. So notice how you can do all of this in your head and you can do it very quickly to allow an emotion, name the emotion, locate it in your body, tell yourself that you're safe to experience that emotion and breathe. You need to take a few moments, excuse yourself to the restroom while you're doing that. You can do that too. But the more you practice this, the faster you'll be able to implement it in real time when a strong emotion wells up inside of you. The second reminder I want to offer you is to release your manuals for other people. So it's really interesting when we go back to our family dynamic. One of the issues that we have is that we're afraid that people are judging us. People in our family are having expectations of us that they shouldn't have, or they're not approving of us. But what's ironic is that we do the same thing right back to them, right? But we always feel justified when it's us, when it's coming from a place of self-defense. To release your manual for someone else is to accept that they are a human being. They are an adult human being and they get to 
do and say and behave however they want. And that's not your job to try to control them. Now, it doesn't mean that you have to participate in it or subject yourself to it, right? You're allowed to draw boundaries, but boundaries are about you and your actions. Boundaries are not telling somebody else what they can and can't do. Boundaries are saying, if you do this, here's what I'm going to do. Okay. So I want to bring you back to releasing your manuals of other people. They get other adults in your life, get to behave exactly how they please. It's not your job to try to control them or sway them. You can let them be, let them make their own adult choices and then put up boundaries if it's necessary. But what you'll find when you get to this place of acceptance is oftentimes you won't even need a boundary because you'll be safe in your own knowing of who you are and you are allowing other people to be who they really are. And that brings us to tactic number three. I want to remind you all to let others be wrong about you. This one is hard, right? I've been in this situation many times going home for Christmas, feeling misunderstood or judged, and then feeling this overwhelming urge to defend myself. But I have found so much peace in allowing others to be wrong about me. And the way that I did this was by getting crystal clear on what I believed about me. Because think about it, when we have other people who are criticizing or we're interpreting their words as critical or misunderstanding of us, at the root of that is our own insecurity of what if what they are saying is true. And that brings up fear and that brings up doubt and that brings up a lack of confidence, right? What if what they're saying is true about me? But when you are secure, when you have decided what is true about you, and when you feel safe in that, you create the safety to allow others to be wrong about you because you don't take their opinions or their words or your perceptions of their opinions or words. You don't take them into consideration in the same way. You don't take them with fear that they might be right. You get to take what other people say or what you think they think about you and measure it up against what you know to be true about yourself, about who you are. So maybe even sit down before you go to a family gathering for the holidays, sit down and write a list, write a love letter to yourself, write a list of all of the things that you believe about yourself, all the things that you love about yourself and have that on your heart and mind and say, self, listen, I know these things to be true about you. And I've got my own back no matter what you get to decide that ahead of time. As you go into any situation over the holidays. All right. 
So allow your emotions, release your manuals and let others be wrong about you because you know what's true about you. Practice this ahead of time. Decide ahead of time how you want to go into these family celebrations and have your own back before, during, and after. And I'm wishing all of you the most self-confident Christmas and new year. You've got this.